They originally coined it the best workout in the world, I would have to agree. And if you know about the London fitness scene, Barry's is probably the most popular, the kind of what everyone sees if you're working in fitness is the top of the game. What's happening now in the fitness industry is we're, we're looking towards a more balanced approach of it doesn't need, you don't need to go to the gym seven days a week and, and be super intense. But I do think everyone should be involved in strength training. It's really important to build muscle mass um, and not only change the way you look, but it helps so much with later in life. Hey guys, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Catch Ups in My Kitchen with me, Georgia Simmons, host of the podcast. This week we are joined by Claudia Lucia to talk all things Barry's fitness and food. Barry's is renowned for being the best workout in the world, and so I thought it would be interesting to hear from one of their trainers. Claudia shares her journey to fitness, the Barry's method and why it's effective, and also her diet and relationship with food. I personally have always loved Barry's and so it was super interesting to understand more from a trainer's perspective. I really hope you enjoyed the episode and as always have a lovely lovely rest of your day. Claudia thank you so much for joining me in my kitchen how are you? I'm very good thanks how are you and what a nice kitchen it is. (laughs) Thank you thank you so much. So to start off with do you mind giving us a quick elevator pitch who you are what you do? Cool so I'm Claudia Lucia I'm a London-based fitness instructor PT everything to do with fitness Um, and I've been doing it for about four or five years now. I'm originally from the north of England and I trained in theatre and acting. Oh interesting okay really cool so a tradition on the podcast is we have a quick fire round about all things food okay so sweet or savory sweet pizza or pasta that's impossible <laughs> both both <laughs> go to cuisine italian uh eat, cook in or eat out cook in and what's your favorite delivery oh probably something basic like a five guys oh yeah reliable easy yeah 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 i get you okay i want to start off with your journey to where you are now, how you got to where you are and also how you got into fitness. So I, as I said, I went to theatre school. So I moved from uh, the north of England down here when I was in school and that's what I wanted to do, acting, singing, dancing. I was really lucky that my parents could obviously support me in moving. Um, So I did that. I finished school here and I went to boarding school for two years. And then I was getting a little bit sick. I have some long-term health conditions and I was applying to universities. I didn't really know what I wanted to do, so I applied for a bunch of different courses for a bunch of random universities. Um, And then I decided that maybe it wasn't the time for me to go to university. And I kind of scrapped all that. And I thought, I don't know what I want to do university-wise, and I felt really pressured to do that. Um, But then I kind of was like, I'll just go back when I'm older, if I know a course that I want to do. So I decided not to go. I knew I enjoyed fitness. It really helped me with my own long-term health conditions. So I thought, well, if I enjoy it, why not try and make that job, help other people? And I knew I kind of wanted to be freelance. Um, I I like the lifestyle, I like being self-employed. So I just kind of went from there and then everything just worked out. Amazing. It's interesting with freelance, there's so many pros and cons. Like I'm now freelance and it's great, but also really scary. And people say, you've got to like play into the pros of it, which obviously are, you can create your own kind of routine Mm. and your own schedule but then the cons are obviously like you never switch off and you're always working um definitely that there's there's, sometimes there's no 
like difference between work and chill and if there's work there I'll do it so I find it really hard to switch off sometimes yeah completely so you mentioned you had health conditions what were those health conditions um so I have a genetic disease which I had from birth but I didn't know I had it till I started presenting symptoms when I was about 13 14 and essentially the stress of that caused about five to ten other health conditions so I'll have them forever there's no cure they're super manageable now I mean I went through a lot of phases where I was in and out of hospital on lots and lots of medication it was really hard and I had a few kind of years where that was taking over everything Um, but now I'm in a position where I can manage them Um, I've kind of minimized my medication because I don't want to rely on that Mm. Um, so yeah amazing and does fitness help you in terms of like physically with it and also mentally with it oh absolutely that was that's exactly why I do what I do it's the it's one of the only things that helps me so weirdly while I'm working out and and doing my fitness I don't feel the symptoms I don't feel the pain um and obviously it takes your mind off it as well which probably is probably part of it yeah but no it definitely helps me so I I do notice when I don't do stuff or I'm having a harder day and I find it hard to move that it's a kind of a domino effect like it's a catch-22 I need to work out but sometimes I don't feel like it but if I don't then everything will get worse yeah so it definitely helps um and it's also motivating to keep me to keep it going definitely like you don't regret a workout or sometimes like before a workout you just don't believe that is true no no and then I do it and I'm like why was I why was I putting that off a hundred (laughs) percent so you work for Barry's where did Barry's come into your fitness journey so I kind of came into the London fitness scene and it was a few years ago when all the boutiques were popping up and all the different studios and concepts and before that it was only really like mainstream gyms and the classes that you would do in gyms um, and if you know about the London fitness scene, Barry's is probably the most popular, the kind of what everyone sees if you're working in fitness is the top of the game. Um, so it's always somewhere I'd wanted to work. I really enjoyed the classes. I think I just went with my sister maybe to one once and I was like, oh, this is cool. I started going to a few more with some friends um, and it was always my, uh, my goal. I'm a big goal person. I like setting goals. Um, I didn't know how I was going to do it. I just knew if I kept working and getting experience then it would happen and it did so how did it happen um I was it was a few years ago it was just before the COVID lockdowns and um there was some Barry's auditions going on so I went one day um we did like a little five minute audition where you taught a class to to the other people auditioning as well uh, and obviously it went well oh um gosh. and then there was another round and then essentially the COVID lockdown happened. So it was a long time of a really hard period to be self-employed as, as you probably know. Yeah. Um, so I was in and out of London between London and my home in Sheffield um, the whole time, not really working much in fitness. And then after the lockdown, uh, Barry's reached out and they said, uh, do you want to come back and, and, and try again kind of thing and pick it up where we left off? So I did. And then basically training started the next week and it's um, it's intense training, but it's really good. You learn so much. And I think in that week, I, I didn't even realize while I was doing it, how much I was progressing and developing. So it's a training week and then you teach some practice classes and, and then it went from there. Amazing. I love Barry's. I go with my friend probably not every week, but I go like couple of times a month Mm -hmm. um I think it's because I balance like Pilates and Barry's and I like to like vary it up and And do you create your own classes in terms of like what 
it entails in the class yes so obviously as i said it's um each day of the week's different like chest back and abs or upper body day but within that we have complete freedom there's obviously on a chest day i'm not going to start doing squats um <laughs> there's there's certain parameters that we have to fit for obvious reasons and so that the brand kind of follows through because that's what makes barry's barry's is their ethos their concept their well, that's what makes them different from everyone else um so we but within that we do have full freedom so okay amazing we can make the runs our own we can make the uh, floor work our own we can make the playlist ourselves, and I think that's what gives each trainer their own different kind of vibe and that's why you know if you didn't vibe with one trainer you could go to another one because mm. there's always going to be someone for you amazing and the Barry's concept you just touched on what is the Barry's concept what makes Barry so good and why does everyone love it so they originally coined it the best workout in the world I would have to agree obviously um it started about 25 years ago so 25th birthday this this yes, month actually I saw this yeah. having a party or something aren't they yes they, they really are um so it started in the US and uh it's essentially just half treadmill work half floor work again different days of the week so you get different muscle groups so that you can come every day or certain days uh it's not like you're going to be doing legs every single day you know that your legs are going to get a rest or your upper body's going to get a rest um Within the floor work, it's kind of designed to fatigue you. So high rep, lighter weights, um, not necessarily light, but we're not going to go lift 50 kg chest mm. press. Um, so, you know, big sets on the, on the floor and the treadmills, different things, incline runs, interval runs, sprints, endurance runs. Um, and I think the combination of that is what makes it so effective. And that's why it became so popular because they were the first ones to do anything like that um and I know it's 25 years ago and I've only been in the fitness scene for four or five years but even now only places places are only just popping up doing these new kind of concepts so I think they were way ahead of the game mm. and that what made them so successful but it's just the combination of cardio and strength and yeah. you know you're always going to get a work, good workout you know sometimes I go to the gym as a trainer I'll go and I'm like I can't be bothered today yeah. but you know if you go to Barry's even if you can't be bothered you get on the treadmill or you get on the floor and you leave the room and you're like, wow, yeah. I definitely did, definitely did a workout. Yeah, 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 100%. You can't be lazy and varies. <laughs> and it's really interesting the fact that you studied like music, like theatre and acting and stuff. Do you think it kind of links to your position now? Because when you're taking a class, you're basically like, you're on show. So yeah, do you think there's a link between the two? Weirdly, I would say over half of the trainers uh, have a background in performing or musical theatre. And I think it just goes hand in hand. Um, again it is like a performance you know we, we plan everything but when you're in the room you have to be on you have to be switched on uh, giving your best but also being able to coach at the same time mm. as much as it is a, as, is a performance and you're saying things and you're showing things you have to have that kind of technical side about it where you can spot where someone's doing something wrong or where someone might need help or a progression or aggression of an exercise but it definitely is uh, it definitely helps a lot yeah no definitely I think background. you do need someone who's like they're you know they're just so engaging and gripping yeah, and like you're definitely. yeah you're in the zone I mean the music as well the playlist like I think it's a combination of all of those things when the lights go off and it's like really dark mm-hmm. and the mood it creates and I think that's probably why it's so popular and everyone loves it it's because you kind of really 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 I mean it's not for everyone I think if I said mum go to Paris she'd probably scream and like it's not for her then mum will probably tell you something she was going to and yeah go, oh. exactly exactly but I think it's, it's definitely that kind of intense high energy high I don't know you kind of feel like you're in this like boy I was about to say boot camp but you are it's like, yeah I think it's like a nightclub vibe yeah it's more of an experience and I think that's what makes it special is that yes you're going for a workout class but you're going for the experience of the red room, the lights, the energy, the music. You're going for the best trainers. And 
then the bonus is all the nice shower facilities and fun stuff and the shakes so yeah. I think they've done really well to create that whole concept and and they can charge their prices for it and people will pay because you're getting value for money every time no a hundred percent and how effective is weight training because I think sometimes people can shy away from weights and obviously in Barry's it is obviously a mixture of cardio and weight training so how effective is is that um weight training is hugely important it's something that and everyone I think needs to fit into their fitness routine somehow it doesn't need to be smashing weights six times a week at the gym it can be Barry's but I think what is what's happening now in the fitness industry is we're, we're looking towards a more balanced approach of it doesn't need you don't need to go to the gym seven days a week and and be super intense and I think people are realizing that resistance training rather than weights training specifically or strength training should I put it uh, that could be lifting weights in a workout class or going to Pilates that's a kind of strength training as well but I do think everyone should be involved in strength training it's really important to build muscle mass um, and not only change the way you look but it helps so much with later in life avoiding health issues um, and just being strong in general being able to do your day-to-day yeah life will improve massively if you include uh, strength training no definitely i think people suddenly think oh my god i'm gonna like bulk out i'm gonna literally yeah. be huge if i pick up a weight oh and i've been there i was there years ago like oh i don't want to lift heavier than this weight because i don't want to look like this person and we could all do the same workout we could lift the same weights every day and no one's gonna look the same and i think i think that's another thing of Barry says you're kind of a role model people look up to you as a trainer you know people love to see the trainers doing classes because it's things oh you know if they're doing the class I'm doing the class Mm. it must be good but you look at all of us trainers and we all you know most of us probably all of us lift heavyweights most days of the week I wouldn't say I'm particularly huge muscle wise and and that's fine that's so I, I think you have to realize you have to get over that hurdle first yeah you realize no one's gonna blow up from lifting a 10 kg one day no (laughs) definitely definitely not and do you feel pressure in a way being a trainer you mentioned that people attend the classes and they look up to the trainers do you feel like oh I'm not feeling my best today I don't know I won't be bloated or I went out last night or whatever and do you think oh no I feel like pressure to look a certain way whilst I'm teaching classes I wouldn't say it's pressure I'd say if anything if there ever is any pressure it's more personal Mm -hmm. I put it on myself but there's I think it's more of a we're all in the mindset of we all enjoy fitness obviously we enjoy teaching it we all enjoy doing it so we all you know look like we do fitness yeah there's no one shape or size for fitness but we're all fit we can all do the classes um so I don't think I've ever felt the pressure to look a certain way obviously I want to look my best it's my job and my job is to kind of be aspirational I guess in a mm. sense of people um you know they, they I have people come to the class and they say I want to look like you and I'm thinking we all we all look like how we look and that's yeah. fine you can do the same workouts as me but like I said we'll look different but I don't think there's any pressure I think it's more of a just a lifestyle like yeah I look the way I look because of what I do and that's mm. fine no definitely and what's it like being part of the Barry's family like obviously Barry's is like global and the trainers and you guys all seem when I like arrive there in the front desk it always seems like a really good fun good vibe so What's it like being part of the Barry's family? No, it's really good. I don't know how they managed to find so many people who are fun, friendly, get along people, but the trainers, the deskers, the managers in every studio, everyone's so nice. Mm. Um, and I, I've, I've never certainly never worked anywhere where 
I can't say I dislike anyone. Like everyone's got a good vibe. You come in to any studio and you know you're going to get welcomed. Yeah. Um, it, it's definitely really good. Um, we have like the parties, as you said, things like that. Um, a lot of team meetings. Uh, the focus this year, a lot more meetings and, and team get-togethers to help us build. Mm. Um, so no, it's a really good company. Amazing. Well. And do you think Barry's would ever pivot away from their current concept into something more like, I don't know, Pilates, let's say, or... I'm trying to think of other kind of classes like cycle or anything like that. Do you think they'd ever pivot into that? Or? So they actually did start a ride class. Um, so it's, I they, I haven't taken one myself. Currently it's only in New York with are opening in LA in January. I think okay. the first year there. Um, and from what I understand, it's the same thing as the treadmill on the floor, but a bike on the floor. Oh, cool. And I'll be honest again, I haven't been, I don't know if it's intervals on the bike or like a spin class, like fun or a serious kind of cycle. But they do have the ride, which I think they're trying to expand on. But I I think what makes them so so successful is that everyone knows what Barry's is. Everyone yeah. knows it's intense. It's a good workout. It's the treadmill. It's the floor. That's the image they have. Um, and I think there's a gap in them. Like there's a space in the fitness market for everything. Mm. No, no one's, everyone's gonna like the same workout. Some people love Barry's. Some people love Pilates. Some people love just going to the gym on their own or just walking and and I think there's always going to be enough people that love Barry's that they they do what they're so successful because they do what they do really well yeah so I don't think I don't see them pivoting but if they did yeah who knows no I completely agree and we mentioned before we started recording about how you've always got to be on how do you find that also you've got early mornings you've got late evenings like how is the Barry's or even the fitness lifestyle like people might not really see that obviously people work out in the mornings and the evenings and then in the day it's probably a bit quieter so how is that um it was tough at first you get used to it now it's my schedule I I'm an early riser anyway I I like to work in the mornings I like to work out in the mornings but as I said you know classes are morning lunch or evening pretty much only we do have a few daytime classes so I think for the clients as well sometimes they don't realize that we've been teaching 6 7 a.m and then i'll come back at 6 7 p.m and that's just they see me for those two hours but also they do see me for those two hours so i need to make sure for those two hours that they see me that i am my best because the 6 p.m client deserves just as much energy as the 6 a.m client Mm. um i i enjoy being on all the time um but you know when i get home i just want to sit i want to not talk to anyone yeah (laughs) i want to do my stuff no loud music (laughs) but um it's quite a nice balance of my my job is so out there and fun and i love i'm a really social person i love talking to people i love finding out out about their day and themselves outside of just thanks for coming to my class it's Mm. more of it's more like to get to know people um but no you get enough free time in the downtime between classes that it balances out it balances nicely so fitness isn't fitness without food food and fitness obviously go hand in hand so what is your diet like i hate the diet word but that's the only word that i can really use to describe what you kind of eat Mm -hmm. um so what is your relationship with food um i think i've always had a good good relationship with food um right now i have kind of got to a point where i've been through those kind of teenage girl stages of wondering how many calories are in things and what I'm supposed to be eating and I'm naturally a really curious person so I like to research a lot um I'm not a dietitian by any means I'm not trained in that I have a diploma in sports nutrition but it's nothing fancy um but I like to research enough in my free time which is probably really sad that I know as much as I need to know about nutrition I probably know way too much than I need to know but um 
you know, now I've got a really good relationship with food. If I want to eat something, I'll eat it. I'm pretty boring though. I eat the same thing most days. I like... Really? <laughs> oh my God, tell me about this. So <laughs> I'm the complete opposite. I am so varied, <laughs> but I plan in advance. So like, I'll know what I'm eating for the week. Okay, good. But I know I like it's very... Plan. I like a plan. I'm a bit of a planner. <laughs> but um, amazing, you eat the same thing. So tell me what that yeah, is. So I think it's because I always, I've always lived on my own. Yeah. So it's just easier to buy the same groceries for the week and especially when I'm going to be out day to day at different times. I I guess I could just plan different things, but I'm a creature of habit, so I eat the same. What is that? <laughs> tell us, tell us. Um 0% fat Greek yogurt every day with really specific blueberries, raspberries, blackberries, kiwi and a little bit of granola. Love it. Um, what granola? I want all the details. Tell, it's, tell. Right now, I go through phases. So right now, we shake on... that one up. That one, <laughs> that one changes. I know that one changes. Right now, I'm on the. It's like a purple box, and it says Fuel 10K. Yes. Um, that one. It's really tasty. So I have a little bit of that. Um, I usually most days have a protein shake, whether it's at Barry's or at home. Just What's your go-to Barry's shake? Um, really boring. It's the Plain James or the Mocha. Okay, interesting. I'm a PB and J girl. See, I, I do like a PB&J. It's not that I don't like the other shapes, but because I have like so much fruit earlier on, I'm just all fruited out by that point. Today. Fair enough. Fair just, enough. I just like a little chocolate hit. Yeah. It feels like a sweet treat. Um, and then lunches or dinners, again, although it's the same thing, it goes in phases. So I have a phase where I'll just eat salmon and, and rice and vegetables for three weeks straight. Um, but I really enjoy it. And somehow every day I open the fridge and I'm like, yes! <laughs> Even though it's the same thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I love it. There. And do you meal prep? Are you a prepper? Or are you like, I'll come home and cook it? Um, it depends on how my week's looking. I'm fortunate um, that I have a lot of free time that I can cook. And I do like to prefer to cook just fresh. Mm. I don't cook anything fancy that takes a lot of time. Um, but if I know I'm going to be out all day the next day and I only have half an hour at home near dinner time then I'll just make my food for the next day kind of thing yeah. but I'm not too strict on that um, but it does sometimes mean that I have meals at weird times yeah if I'm working 6, 7, 8 to 10 a.m. I don't like to eat before that I just like to wait a little bit later till I'm actually hungry mm-hmm. so I might end up having breakfast at 12 or 1 and then sometimes I'm working in the evening and I don't want to have to cook or I don't want to eat when I get back I find um eating really early or eating really late just throws me off a little bit yeah um so sometimes I'm having my dinner I'll call my parents and they'll be like what are you doing I'm like I've had dinner and it's three half past three in the afternoon um <laughs> I've done that before. but as long as I get my meals in I don't yeah, mind I'm the same I don't like eating too late too early is too early I love my breakfast it's my favorite meal of the day yeah I don't want to ruin that by having it at like 7 a.m like no 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 I'm, my body's not ready for that it's a it's a small it's almost like intermittent fasting but yeah. unintentionally yeah 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 well that's well that's good that's great and are you very protein focused obviously being a trainer being in fitness I feel like protein and fitness obviously again go hand in hand are you have you gone through stages of counting all your protein are you a counter or you're just kind of more aware of it because of the research that you've done yeah so I have been through my my phases of protein counting or calorie counting um but I think I just have enough knowledge now and enough freedom that I don't need to track I know I know how much proteins in a chicken breast or in a salmon or in a protein shake or in greek yogurt and if i don't i'll just have a look i am so excited to share that i have my first sponsor on ketchups in my kitchen which is parlor i wanted my sponsors to be brands and products that i feel strongly about and also use and love myself and parlor couldn't be a better brand to collaborate with 
After having co-founder Dr. Simon Chard on the podcast, I am still blown away by the fact that every tube of toothpaste you have ever used still exists somewhere on the planet, with over 20 billion going into landfill and the ocean each year. Parla Oral Care is the sustainable solution to all your oral wellness needs, whether it be the high-gloss whitening toothpaste tablets, chewable mouthwash with oral probiotics, or one of the best bamboo brushes on the market. They are designed by dentists to be good for you and the planet. Parla are truly redefining oral care for the next generation, and I'm so proud and pleased to have them on board with Catch-Ups in My Kitchen. There is an affiliate link in the show notes, so please make sure to check it out, click on the link and buy your first lot of Parlour products because we all want to do our bit and toothpaste is a huge one that doesn't get enough airtime. So check them out and you will never go back once you start using Parlour. Let's get back to the episode. Um, I, I personally don't enjoy tracking things and I know that works for some people. That's great. I think tracking is a really important tool if you're just starting out or you want to learn about your diet and you want to have that knowledge, but I've, I've tracked for long enough that I, I know what's in things. Mm -hmm. And, and for me, I don't want to ever risk becoming reliant on tracking or obsessed with tracking and lose that kind of freedom I have with food. So I do focus Mm -hmm. on protein. I like to make sure I have some in each meal, but by no means I'm trying to hit a certain amount or counting obsessively yeah no for sure and have you cut anything out of your diet in terms of like for example we got coffees this morning and you went for almond milk so what's your relationship with kind of milk are you obviously you're not plant-based because you mentioned chicken Mm -hmm. but like what's your relationship with all of that um I'm definitely not plant-based I do eat chicken I eat fish um I I don't know what it is with milk I when I was getting sick at school I went through a lot of exclusion diets, like gluten-free, dairy-free, I went on liquid diets. I went on everything to try and diagnose one of my health conditions. And once I had to stop uh, taking in dairy, so I stopped drinking milk. And I don't know what it is now, but I cannot stand cow's milk. No, it's the smell for me. Just the smell, the taste. And and sometimes, you know when it's the only option if you're at someone's house or something, I don't want to be rude, I'll take it. Someone's going to be watching this knowing that I've lied to them now. (laughs) Um, But... When the when milk is in something, all I can taste is the milk. Mm-hmm. I, can, I don't know. I just I can't. I, just, I can taste like the cow. Yeah, I can. I can smell the cow. Like, I can really smell it. the cow. I but agree. Then, but then I'll have I'll have yogurt, no problem. Yeah, strange. Or, or cheese, it's fine. But I guess it's more pro. It's more. It's more. It's just like in word. its purest form. Yeah, its purest form. Yogurt's gone through more processes. Something it's... about it just gets me and I can't do cow's milk anymore. I love all the alternative milks. Almond milk's my favourite. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I just fell into that one day, but coconut, oh, anything. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And have you always had a positive relationship with food? You mentioned you've gone through the calorie counting stage. You've gone through the diet stage, the gluten-free, the plant-based. Were there any times during kind of like school when you were sick and like entering into your fitness journey that you kind of became maybe more obsessive or your relationship with food kind of changed um I don't think I've ever had a bad relationship with food um obviously I went to theatre school and I'm I'm really lucky that our theatre school I don't think put any pressure on us to look a certain way well certainly I never felt that um I think they realized that we were just kids and there's no need to you see all these horror stories coming out of of performing arts places now and people having issues with eating or or diet or weight and and I'm really lucky we never had that um and I've got a family that loves food as well Mm. a dad who loves to cook so I always had those kind of home-cooked meals and I never grew up thinking anything was particularly 
bad or off limits mm. i was always if i wanted to eat something i would eat it and i think i think that has a huge impact on how i feel now obviously i went through my my calorie counting but that was more um when i was starting out at the the gym mm-hmm. moving from transitioning from performing arts to just gym focused stuff i was working with a coach and just learning more at that time about my diet and how many calories I should be consuming. And I think that's why I, I don't need to track now. Um, but I never I never became obsessed. I never mm. felt like I had to track. It was more just so I could be aware of my diet. Yeah. Because I think, I think there's a lot right now, you know, clean or healthy eating is a huge thing in our lives these days. Um, but I think learning about quantities is really, really important as well because you can be eating all the right things and people will say to me oh I'm not losing weight but I'm eating this and this and I'm thinking well how much are you eating what portion control Mm. and I think being aware of calories is something um, that's important if you have if you can find a balance with it if you know you have an obsessive personality or a tendency to become you know too into things then it's not the right thing for you and that's cool there's other ways to learn about food but I've never I've never had a bad relationship as I said I went through exclusion diets which was hard Mm -hmm. I was in school you want to eat all the fun stuff at boarding school and you're going to the corner. I used to have to go to the corner and the staff would have to make you something separate. Yeah. You feel a bit left out. Yeah. (laughs) But again, it wasn't out of choice. I, a lot of stuff I eat even now makes me really ill. Um, And I've kind of got to the stage now, as I said, with managing my health conditions that I know what's going to make me feel going not necessarily me feel ill but I know what's going to worsen my symptoms and I know what's going to ease my symptoms and sometimes I just do it anyway sometimes I'm yeah. like if I know I don't have to do anything the next day or that night and I want to eat something that makes me feel a little bit worse I'll just do it yeah yeah but nothing's off limits and I think if anything having all those exclusions made me appreciate food more so true so true and sometimes all those exclusions can make your social life more awkward mm-hmm. and can make it also I feel like if you're excluding things you're causing a problem and your gut is your second brain and like that kind of angst is actually making probably your gut symptoms worse hugely stress so if you're more relaxed massive yeah completely and what are the types of foods that you try and stay slightly more clear of if you can because of your health conditions what are those types of foods um I would say more processed things definitely Mm -hmm. and and eating out a lot just because I don't always know it's not necessarily what's in the food I don't have any allergies I just have a lot of things that flare up flare it up but it could be random ingredients here and there that's not necessarily like a whole meal but generally more processed things more heavier meals uh, anything with spice really sets me off oh interesting it's it's really really hard so I try to avoid things like that um but you know if I'm gonna have a a big a big burger that's fried or lots of oil is used then it, it doesn't help me but I'd imagine for a lot of people who even don't have health con- health conditions, you know, you know when eating a, a big burger or a pizza or a giant curry is going to make you feel a bit stodgy later through the day. It's not yeah. a bad thing if you want to enjoy that. Um, but now, I I really enjoy eating my boring, same three meals, <laughs> boring Greek yogurt diet. Um, no, I think that's great. And and if I want, I I I know that if I fancy chocolate bar or I want to go out for ice cream or I want to eat out I'll just do it yeah and I think I think I've I've learned to have that flexibility and I know that the next day I'll just carry on and I'm Mm -hmm. not trying to lose weight or look a certain way I genuinely really enjoy eating like that it makes me feel healthy from the inside out it fuels my performance at the gym um it allows me to feel 
healthy and ready for the day and not sick so yeah no completely I completely agree and get that so if someone listening is like wanting to get into fitness Mm -hmm. um and wanting to start their fitness journey do you have any tips or advice for anyone who is going to get into fitness because I feel like one thing that I can see through just watching people online I think consistency is super key when it comes to getting into fitness but what else would you recommend for anyone I would say find something that works for you because there's so many fitness classes not just classes there's different types of training in the gym there's walking there's home workouts there's something for everyone and it's easy to try a couple of of styles of training or working out and thinking this is not for me I don't enjoy it you don't need to do something you don't enjoy there will be a kind of workout that you enjoy and if you haven't found it just keep going there will be one I promise um and you know you're more likely to carry on and be consistent with something if you want to do it and you enjoy it um a big thing about consistency is also finding friends that you can work out with or if you don't have a friend that wants to go to the gym at the same time as you or wants to go to a specific workout class make one Mm. go to Barry's go to the gym the same people are there at the same time every day be that person that reaches out and and says hello and you'd be surprised how many people also want to do that and are just waiting for the person to reach out to them so true actually like actually through the podcast I've made so many kind of gym friends which sounds really crazy but like this podcast is so nice you get to know people really well in a really short period Mm -hmm. of time and then suddenly you're like oh let's do a class together and actually it's so nice to have those kind of friends who you do classes with and that's so nice and refresh like refreshing yeah it doesn't have to be your best best friend it can be anyone um so I love that I think that's really good advice and if you could change anything about the fitness industry what would it be I oh so many answers so many answers I think I think one thing I change about the fitness industry is the kind of all, all or nothing approach I think and I think in the in the recent years it's changing a little more like I said people are becoming more balanced and aware of their bodies that you you can find something that works for you and what works for one person won't work for everyone but taking the pressure off ourselves to look a certain way and to do something just because someone else is doing it taking the pressure off ourselves and um yeah no it's so true yeah I completely agree I think fitness is supposed to be fun yeah be nicer to be nicer to yourself like your body's allowing you to do this workout whatever the workout is low impact high impact your body's allowing you to do that and it's going to thank you for it and you should treat it with the same respect completely it's actually really interesting when you can't work out because you have a cold or you've injured yourself in some way shape or form you really then appreciate Mm -hmm. when you can do it and it's like you should give your body that respect all the time and when you can't work out you're really really frustrated because you want to so when you are able to you should just yeah like give your body the love it deserves Mm -hmm. for for doing that so yeah that's that's very true is there anything else that you change um I just think not necessarily that it needs changing but I want to continue to see the fitness industry to be more welcoming and inviting I think it definitely is already and it's even becoming even more so um but I see a lot of people come to my classes or online they'll be like oh I'm, it's my first time or I'm just starting out and I'm kind of nervous and there's nothing to be nervous about mm. everyone had to start in the gym I, I had to go to the gym for the first time one day I didn't even remember that day but I was probably feeling exactly the same mm. and the person on the treadmill next to you also had a first day and a first session where they were thinking what have I got myself into and I think just being more mindful of everyone and their their own journey and not the comparison. And I think that goes hand in hand with being nicer to yourself is that, oh my God, that person can sprint on a 12. Good, maybe they're a sprinter. Maybe you can do yoga a little bit more flexibly than them or maybe sprinting's their thing. 
you know, or maybe they've been going to the gym for 10 years and you just started. So I think being kinder to people, not just beginners, but everyone in general, create a better place to be. Yeah, so true. Actually, it reminded me of like my first time at Barry's. I think I was staying up in London with a friend and I had the day to myself and I was like, I'm going to go to Barry's. Took myself there. I was so intimidated. I remember it was a guy trainer. This was years ago. He like came to the door, shouted to get everyone in and he was really really huge he was ripped I was like oh my god I am terrified I find the whole thing so scary and then I was in such a like state that I forgot the my locker code at the end of the class people always come to the desk and like oh my god I forgot my locker code I'm like it happens to me so I put the same code and sometimes it's still wrong no exactly and like I didn't want to take my phone in because I was so scared so I didn't take a picture of the code so then I didn't have my phone I had nothing and I was at the desk and I was like oh my god this is so overwhelming I just want to go and help you I know it's crazy but actually like everyone does have that day and then once you've had it and you're like oh actually it wasn't that bad when you get home you're like oh that was actually really fun and like I think yeah but it is the first time is always like yeah. everyone has that same experience. You get out your head you get in there and you realize everyone's just everyone's here for the same thing everyone's just had a long day at work and they want to have a workout and no one's looking at you. No no no, no one cares. Yeah it's so true. How, how often do you go to the gym or Barry's and stare at someone the whole time you might catch their eye or see something they're doing for one second and then you forget about it mm, so so true and what studio do you work at uh all of them okay you work all, all of them. them yeah we all I think we all have ones where we work more at mm-hmm. but I kind of float around everywhere fine okay my go-to is Victoria so I'll nice. have to and there on the weekend okay amazing <laughs> I'm gonna try and find your class so another tradition on the podcast is what is your last what would your last meal be Starter, main course, and dessert. Last three meal. Courses. Three courses. Three oh, courses. I know. I know on the spot. On this the is spot. a big ass. This was, I wasn't prepared for this one. Um, okay. Starter. Oh, gosh. I know. It's really hard. This is really hard. Um, I love a chicken Caesar salad. Oh, good one. Yeah. You know, it's just a classic starter. Even you can make a main course, but it's easy. It's light. It's fresh. And I know... For a last meal, you probably think I was going to go all out and get something. No, but that's a good know. one. But I love a chicken Caesar salad. I'm so yeah. for it. So probably that. Lovely. The little side of French fries never goes. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. The salad, salad and the fries. The diet coke combination as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one. Um, my main course would have to be uh, a pizza or a pasta. Yeah. Uh, any kind of I dream about pasta. I love pasta. Everyone yeah. knows it. I have this one pasta. This is really specific. It's my favorite one in the world. Uh, is it the Cheesecake Factory? oh yeah random the spicy chicken chipotle pasta and every time i go there wow. that's all i get that would and be it then that all my be... friends know that my family knows everyone i know only gets that so that wow. if i had to choose one thing yeah yeah but i love I'll the take, specifics I'll, be fussy. I'll take any pasta i'll take any pizza uh a nice oreo or biscoff milkshake on the side oh wow i'm loving courses, these yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah um and then dessert any kind of chocolate lava cake oh wow yes oh when it yes. melts in the when middle it melts and, and it comes the, out and it's oh. the ice cream on the side yeah but a little bit of water on the side as well because yeah it's rich wash it down. Yeah. yeah 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 oh wow you smashed that thank you amazing amazing um, i kind of want to know yours as well. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> mine changes all the time but i think it would probably be starter would probably be sushi I am vegan, but I do think if it was my last meal, I'd make sure that the tuna was sustainably caught and then I'd have tuna, like a spicy tuna roll for starter. We'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. <laughs> for main course, I'd probably go for like a Lebanese vibe. So I'd probably have like 
hummus, falafels, flatbread, like tabbouleh salad. I mean, I know I'm listing off a few here, but like a little meze type vibe. Mm-hmm. And then for dessert, I always have two and I can't decide between them. But right now, if I had to pick one, it would probably be like a peanut butter dark chocolate type thing. Mm-hmm. Not sure what this is, but like a, a, not a cake, but something peanut butter chocolate related, either with frozen yogurt or something like that. Love that would be my, yeah. Oh, and a Hendrix and tonic because that's my go-to drink okay. and I love it. Yeah. And if I'm going to die, I want to die. A little bit tipsy. I don't drink, so I'll <laughs> stick with the milkshake, but I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be my last meal. Claudia, thank you so much for joining me here. Thanks this for having me. Such a great conversation. So interesting to hear the insights of Life at Barry's, which is the best workout in the world. It so, is. It is. everyone who's listening, go. <laughs> go. Please go. No, and don't be you. scared. It's your first time. Yeah, don't be scared, okay. although it can be intimidating. But no, thank you so, so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did like the episode, please can you do me a favor and share it with someone else who will also love it as much as you. The more that we spread the word, the better the podcast gets and it really, really does mean the world for me. Also, if I can push you for a second favor, please click the subscribe button, rate us on Spotify or Apple. All these really, really small things make a huge, huge difference and I would really appreciate it. So thank you so much and see you again next week. Mm-hmm.